Well, hello everybody. It's Wednesday and it's sunny, which is amazing and awesome. And we're back for another episode of Chatting with Chap. And I'm Ginger. And I'm so glad you're here with me today. We are going to talk about um, ways to determine how what type of learning style that your child has. But first, I wanted to make a really cool kind of announcement request thing. We are working on building a like a lending library, a chap lending library. And we are interested in collecting curriculum that folks can um, rent, borrow for the year. So uh, what we are looking for, if any of you are looking to donate some curriculum that you have, we are looking for specific things, um, especially like sets that people like to get, like if you have like a whole sunlight set or something like that. This would not be stuff that's like really beat up and barely usable. It'd have to be pretty solid, you know, good usable for folks. So the type of stuff that I'm looking for um, I'm just going to list off some curriculum things that I know that are pretty popular that that we're looking for. Um, Mystery of History, My Father's World, Sunlight, and that's anything sunlight. It could be a core. It could be the readers, any of the readers that are in the language arts readers. Uh, beautiful Feet, Good and the Beautiful, anything Apologia, um, Answers in Genesis, Matthew C. sets, DVDs, manipulatives, um, not grass, all about uh, spelling or reading, spelling you see. We had a spelling one that was kinesthetic. Maybe that was, that was all about spelling. I can't remember which one it was. Um, and let's see, Handbook of Nature Study, any Charlotte Mason, books for moms to help moms out, Charlotte Mason books, Teaching from Rest, um, like Homeschool Supermom, those types of things. Um, Teach your child to read and 100 easy lessons. So these are the types of books that we're looking for to put in our curriculum library. Um, we are planning on launching um, a way for people to get curriculum for the year, like rent it. So consider that. Uh, if you have any curriculum, you'd be sending it to um, us and we would be getting it organized and let you know the details of that later. But we're in the start getting it started phases. So if you know anybody who needs to get rid of curriculum or you yourself are looking somewhere to get rid of stuff, um, you can email library at chaponline.com starting tomorrow. Uh, or you can message us here on Facebook about it. And we would like, we'd be happy to share more information with you about that. So learning styles. So what is a learning style? So we've talked about this before. Learning style is how you, any person on this planet, learns. Everyone has a learning style. So there's like three basic styles that um, most that is most recognized. So it's auditory, you learn by listening. Visual, you learn by seeing. Or kinesthetic, you learn by moving and touching. Uh, there's another one called read-write that's in some things. Um that people include as a learning style and that's do everything by reading and writing. So, um, th so we had someone ask on one of the chatting with chaps, how do I know which one my child is? So, I mean, there's ways to have children tested. The, the, the issue is most of the tests out there are either auditory or visual in nature. There's really nothing for kinesthetic kids, unfortunately. So, um, it's really a matter of observation, being an observant mom. 
knowing what to look for, recognizing how your kid functions. The information I'm going to share with you today is from a book that I have by Stephen Gaffanti, G-U-F-F-A-N-T-I, M-D. It's called Does Your Child Really Have ADHD? And um, he shares some things in it. He's a kinesthetic learner and, of course, didn't thrive in school because it's not for kinesthetic learners. Uh, but he's a, he was an ER doc and he said he was perfect for that because he could like get in there and see all the action and it didn't overwhelm him and he could take it all in and know exactly what to do everywhere and with everybody. So God made everybody different for a reason because we need people like that who can go into those crazy emergency type or very busy, overwhelming type scenarios and be able to assess what needs done. So, but those kinesthetic learners do not learn well in the traditional homes, um, homeschool. They do learn well in homeschool. They don't learn well in the traditional school setting, the brick and mortar school setting, because it's made for basically auditory, sometimes visual learners. So anyway, how do you determine which one your child is? Well, um, like I said before, it's, it's pretty much by observation or even asking them questions, you know, when do you remember best or, or that type of thing. You can have a combination of these three. Um, you definitely have one that's stronger probably, and then, you know, there, there's the weakest one and all that. So one of the things that uh, Dr. Gafanti suggests is to listen to their word choices. You know, you observe them, you see how best they learn. I mean, when I was reading read-alouds with my boys, they always rolled around and it drove me crazy. Now they changed as they got older. They're not as much kinesthetic, but when they were little, boys are kinesthetic creatures and it drove me crazy. I'm a, I'm a visual, but I can sit for things like that. Um, and, but they could answer every question I asked them. So I knew they were getting it. But for those of us who are not kinesthetic, huh, it can be a little bit, ah, but so listen to your children's word choices. So a kinesthetic might say something like, I'm with you, or let me have it, or I'm all over it. Like it's a movement, I'm doing it. You know, just the way that they talk normally as they interact with you. An auditory person might say, oh, I hear you. Hey, listen, listen to this, or I'm listening to you. Just they use listening type words. And then a visual person could say, oh, I see what you mean right? See what you mean? Or do you see what I mean? Hey, look, look, I want to tell you something. So the way we use words could point us to the way that we learn, point others to the way that we learn. Um, cause it's the way we're thinking. We're thinking in those, those ways. So that's something to consider. I had never thought about that before. Um, he also even talked about clothing and environment preference as keys as to what learning style your child is. Kinesthetics. Um, when I was little, I used to I had this pillowcase that I loved and I would rub it. Like the feel of it was just awesome. It was very comforting to me. Like kids who do the blanky thing. Um, I had one who liked to rub her, rub her earlobe. So, um, feel of fabrics. Doesn't really care what they look like. Just the way, oh, I like the way the shirt feels. I'm going to wear it every day or, you know, whatever that type of thing. If they're all into the feel of things, um, uh, Dr. Gafanti even mentioned like he hated the shower because it felt like nails to him. It was so strong. However, he didn't mind rolling across the ground over sticks and stones. So they, their life is about touch and feel and what things feel like. So if you're someone who's sensitive to that kind of stuff, you might have a kinesthetic learner. Auditory background music, don't want it silent. Um, they aren't particularly concerned about 
looks, but someone's tone of voice would really affect them. So if you were stern, they might break down in tears. Or if you're really gentle, then they continue on with the lesson and they're doing okay and that sort of thing. So an auditory learner will be affected by your tone of voice and how you approach them in your school day. Okay, and then the visual learner, of course, it's colors and style and the shape and the look of the clothes, like they're in a clothing or photography, decor, arrangement of items, um, anything. They just love the way to, to make it look good according to their taste, you know. So um, visuals would be like that. Or if they, you know, some math is like pictographs and pie graphs and things like that. If they, they like those things. Um, that is a visual learner. So a lot of it is just observing your children. Maybe they're old enough that you can ask them, do you think you remember things better if I read to you or if you, um, uh, do write it or if you just have pictures or a video. So those are things, um, and you can probably tell this is working. This is not working. So that's going to point you towards which learning style, um, your child has kinesthetic children will also be very sensitive to any, you know, you touching anything like that, anything like physical related to touch. So there is a learning styles inventory, um, that Dr. Gifanti refers to it, It's done by Pat Wyman, W-A-Y-M-A-N at www. I'm off. There we go. We're back on. That is just like a little child's learning styles might be. That was in the book that I had. I know there's, there's gotta be tons of other stuff out there. It's just the one that was in my resource library that I'm sharing with you. Uh, one thing that she mentioned that I thought was really important to tell you guys, behavior therapy is not going to change your child's learning style. So we have all these kinesthetic learners in school being put on medicines to keep them sitting still um, because they're told they have ADHD. Now, they may or may not have ADHD, but they like to move, and school doesn't do well with that. So homeschool does. Homeschool works around that. But just be aware that behavior therapy, changing your child's behavior, is not going to change the fact that your child is a kinesthetic learner. Okay, so however it is, whichever type of learner it is, working with your child's behavior is not going to change the fact that they learn a certain way. So that's important. You might be able to work through something with a kinesthetic learner and have them sit still to do stuff, but it's not going to make them into a visual learner or it's not going to make them into a auditory learner. So just keep that in mind. Uh, I think that's really important. And you know what? God wouldn't want you to change your child anyway. That's the way he made them for a reason. Like this guy was a doctor and he could assess a whole emergency situation and not be overwhelmed. So there's a reason that everybody is the way they are. So um, one thing to keep in mind, now maybe not this Pat Wyman person's inventory test, but other tests to determine that type of thing. Smart. Um, but it's because the test is designed for other learning styles. So there is, is, when he wrote that book, which was a number of years ago now, there wasn't a test out there for kinesthetics. Maybe there is now. I actually didn't research that. But um, keep in mind. So if you have your kid who's getting tested for, I don't know, IQ or whatever it is that they're getting tested for and they're not doing well, it might just be that the test is not written in the style that works for them. And that goes with our testing requirement here in Pennsylvania, too. Just keep that in mind. Um so, and he suggested too in this book, if you're concerned about your kinesthetic learner and, and uh, there's, you have concerns about how they learn or that they might have ADHD, he just said to keep in mind with your doctor, your doctor probably is a, an AVK, which is an 
first auditory learner, then a visual, then a kinesthetic. But your child might be a KVA, which would be kinesthetic, and then visual, and then auditory. So they're completely backwards. They kind of don't see eye to eye. So if you're in a situation where you think, man, I think my kid has ADHD and I want him tested and all this, keep these things in mind. The test might not be for a kinesthetic learner. Probably isn't. And the doctor himself or herself probably isn't a kinesthetic person. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe it's someone who started a, a clinic because they knew there were other people out there like them and they want to help them. And that will be amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I love my hat. I like my hat too. <laughs> um, but uh, just remember, so doctors out there probably aren't going to be kinesthetic learners. So if you have a kinesthetic learner, uh, it's, just, it's just a different ballgame. It might not be an ADHD thing, ADHD thing. So, um, that's what I have on learning styles. Hopefully that was helpful to you. If you have any other questions, please put them in the comments below. I'm more than happy to check it out for you. Um, ask around, see if I can get, uh, answers to your questions. I did have something I came across. I had talked about learning reading an episode. I think it was the last episode. So I wanted to share with you guys some more information that I learned about reading that I thought was very fascinating. There is more to reading development than having good eyesight. You know how we do the 20-20 vision thing? And that's kind of silly because the vision is from 20 feet away and no one reads a book from way out there unless you're 55. You don't have readers. But, um, you know, we read here. And that's not what the vision test, how the vision test is done when you go to get your eyes checked, right? So um, that's part of it. But learning to read is not just vision. It's being able to track. It's good hand-eye coordination. It's peripheral vision you know, like reading ahead kind of a thing. Um, the ability to distinguish your B's and D's and your P's and Q's. Um, there's other things like that. And you know what? You know what prepares kids for that? Outside play. Outside play. Getting your kids outside and doing sports or anything where they're like building forts or out there being active and, you know, you're, you're learning that hand-eye coordination stuff. So valuable in learning how to read. And our society has become more and more indoors. Well, get your kiddos out there. Get them out there doing. They don't have to do organized sports, but maybe try and catch balls in the yard or bounce a basketball back and forth or anything that gets them, you know, noticing peripheral, doing hand-eye coordination things, skills like that, motor skills type things. That's going to help them with their reading. So if you find that your kid's really struggling and you're not an active outside kind of a person, maybe that's the kind of stuff you might want to check into getting into. And maybe that'll help your child along with their reading. So I thought that was really amazing. Active play is really helpful for learning how to read. So awesome information. I love it. Okay, so that's what I have for today. Another reminder of what I talked about at the beginning, that CHAP is uh, collecting curriculum to start a lending library. So I had talked about uh, curriculum sets in good condition that that are popular, you know, that people would really want to have, you know, Matthew sees the sunlight, the mystery of history, the my father's world, that kind of thing. Um, we are going to start a email address library at chaponline.com. That'll be available starting tomorrow. You can message us here on Facebook if you want to ask us questions about it and, um, how to drop off and ship and all that kind of stuff to donate your, your items. If you have items to donate, once we have it all organized and up and running, we will make a grand announcement, but we're getting started and we're super excited about that. So thank you for walking this homeschool journey with us. And I hope that your week is going amazingly. Oh, hi, Patty.
Yay. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, totally is. Hand-eye coordination is really important for reading. So good stuff to know. Be outside. Be out there with your chickens. <laughs> Playing with your kiddos. So um, have a great rest of your week, everybody. I will be back next week. If you have anything that you want me to talk about here on Chat with Chap, please let me know in the comments. I would love to talk about what interests you. I do have some other topics that I can talk about, though, if no one posts anything. And um, we'll just keep moving along. So have a great rest of your January week. Hug your babies close. Keep teaching them about Jesus. And I'm so glad you tuned in with me today. We'll see you later. Bye-bye.